Hello there, and thanks for joining me on the podcast today. Successful kids. That's my topic. You know, we as adults um, have become fixated on the idea that you become successful as you become an adult. Children and youth and kids and teenagers are just kind of along the way. They're just preparatory along the way. But recent research has actually found that there is a marker that needs to be identified by parents as to what makes a successful teenager, what makes a successful child. Because we know now from our research that as kids are successful during their youth years, they'll tend to be successful in their adult years. So it's important to focus on successful kids, successful youth, and let that kind of then lead the way on into the future of these kids. So it's a compelling question for parents. What can I do to make sure my kid succeeds in school, in the community, in the home, in life, if you will? How can I assure that my kid succeeds? Well, here's uh, 10 items, and we're only going to take 10 now. But um, the idea is is that uh, there are uh, 10 of them all together. We'll take a few now. We'll take only five. And to make sure that you can focus on this grouping of five and then on another podcast later I'll do another five but here are some of the uh, main features that research has identified here's a study by CNR Research Corporation they surveyed 400 kids and what they found in these teenagers was that they tended to think of themselves as going into fields such as music or athletics or become a video game designer even though all these kind of occupations only uh, only comprise about one percent of Americans op- occupations so if we let kids just make the decision they'll make a decision to go into an occupation that basically will be highly overrated be a crowded field and there'll be little opportunity for growth and development and success so what the researchers are saying is direct kids into the fields that are going to be golden in the future healthcare being one of them is all kinds of health care but health the, the field of health care will be a golden one in the future direct kids in that way and secondly the construction trades and there's host of opportunities in the construction trades there'll be another trade area that'll be golden in the future and obviously it's important then to help the kids see that not only go into a profession where there will be income potential and great income potential but also where their life will be a meaningful contribution to others that's that overrides everything it isn't the money necessarily but that you are working in a field where you have a meaningful experience and you're in have a meaningful contribution to the society and to other people so in other words the first point is don't tell your kids that they can do anything they want direct them into fields of inquiry and fields of work that uh, are greatly needed and will be offering the opportunities of the future a vast variety of opportunities in the future that's number one for your kids to be successful okay, here's number two eat dinner as a family Harvard University conducted a study and kids who eat with their families roughly five days a week exhibit lower levels of substance abuse teen pregnancy obesity and depression they also have a higher grade point average they have a better vocabulary and they have better self-esteem in other words, the dinner table is there for a reason. The reason is not necessarily to hold food or 
a place to eat food or to serve food. The dinner table is there for family connectedness, family togetherness, family unity, you know, family teaching, family opportunity, family breadth, you see? Give the depth and the breadth of family life around the kitchen table. So eat dinner as a family. That's number two. Here's number three. You'll be surprised. Enforce no screen time. That's an interesting point, isn't it? Enforce no screen time. In other words, kids can waste away time on their iPhones and their iPads and their video games and the various technology that they use and miss other opportunities for learning and for growth and for development. The American Academy of Pediatrics sets forth this kind of guideline. No screen time for kids 18 months and less. So that's almost two years, about a year and a half and below. No screen time. Don't introduce them to a little variety of computers and video games and that kind of stuff. No screen time. Okay? Know that video chatting and that kind of kids. But for kids who are two to five years of age, they recommend about an hour a day of screen time. That's the American Academy of Pediatrics. About one hour a day of screen time for kids two to five years of age. And psychologists generally are of the opinion that when you're older than five, you're on up into the junior high school and into the high school years, two hours of screen time, perhaps three per day, and that's it. The older ones maybe do more because they're going to do homework with it and they're going to study and so on. But about three hours of screen time, if you're up in the high school years, and about two hours of screen time if you're in the junior high years and, and below. In other words, we don't want kids living their life on the screen. We want them living their life with their peers. We want them living their life in social interaction. We want them living their life with exercise. We want them living their life with adequate sleep. We want them living their life in reading and talking and visiting and doing a wide variety of other activities. Okay? Now, here's a little another point on that one. The American Academy of Pediatrics. They also said this to their parents. Dinner table, the car, the bedroom should be media-free zones. No media in the bedroom. No media in the car. No media in the dinner table. And you might add to that as a general principle. No media when two and three or four people are gathered together. That's time to talk. That's time to learn from each other. Not learn from a screen. You see? So where two and three people are gathered screen time goes away. That's time for when you're alone. So if you can use those guidelines, that would be helpful because kids not only need to have a variety of life and activity and experience, but they also have to learn to say no. They have to learn how to say no to temptation. They have to learn how to resist that temptation. They have to learn how to be different from other kids. They have to learn how to go their own way when other kids go their way. And while others are involved in a lot of media, your kids should not be. And must not be if you're going to have successful kids. Remember, this is the point about developing and rearing successful kids. Here's the fourth point of the research that has been summarized in this on this topic of creating successful children. Work outside the home as a parent, as a mother. Work outside the home. It's okay. Now, there's a preference. There are some mothers that would prefer not to work outside the home and just be a home mother and care for their children and care for the home and participate in the community at large and so on. But their research has shown, this is a Harvard Business School research now, that mothers that work outside the home tend to have daughters who will more likely be employed themselves, hold supervisory roles, 
and make more money than their peers whose mother did not work outside the home and have a career. So it's like a model. If mother works outside the home and she's got a career and she has a supervisory experiences and she has a, a management position, she's an example to her daughter. She's an example to her kids that you can work and still have a family and still have a home and be successful. And those mothers tend to have kids who are more successful and are likely to be more successful employed themselves and employed in supervisory roles. Now here's the last one that we'll do today anyway. Make your kids work. In a TED talk uh, some years back there was a book written and the author discussed it, How to Raise an Adult. This particular author was uh, a um, dean at Stanford University and um, was drawing on some research from a Harvard grant that he obtained and found that participants who achieved the greatest professional success did chores as a child. Here's what the research showed. To kids who had chores as a child, to kids who did not have chores as a child, and found that the participants who achieved the greatest professional success in adult life did chores as a child. So there's a method to having chores, not just to help you have a kid help you and make your job a little bit lighter at home, although that can be, but you're teaching a child a way of life. You're teaching a child how to live. You're teaching a child how to work. You're teaching a child how to succeed. You're teaching a child how to look forward and how to be effective and how to be an advancement and an achiever in life. Start with chores at home. Start with work assignments at home. Work with the child. Be a partner. And then gradually the child can do the work by himself without you as a necessary partner. So there's your five points for today. Raising a successful kid. And um, you can do it. You can do it in your home. You can do it from your home. You can do it as parents. It isn't just a matter of chance. Eh? Some kid gets to be successful and some kid does not. Not a matter of genes. It's not a matter of luck. It's not a matter of just being in the right place at the right time. It's a matter of teaching your children to be successful as children. And they'll tend to be successful as adults. So there you are for today. Thanks for joining me. And uh, go to my website, www.booksbyhedberg.com. There's my book, Doctor, Teach Me to Parent. Pick it up. I think you'll find it a good book to get. I just wrote another book. Uh, it just came out here about a month ago. And uh, it's for law enforcement officers and families of law enforcement officers. And it's called The Psychology Missive, Law Enforcement in a Day of Stress and Violence. It's an uh, e-book. You have to get it on. It's a Kindle. You have to get it from Amazon. You have to have a Kindle account. But pick up the book if you read Kindle. If you read e-books, pick it up, and uh, it's only about 60 pages, so it's very brief, but to the point regarding law enforcement in the day and, way, day and age in which we live. Day is stressful, and the streets are violent, and I address that issue in my little e-book. So pick that up as well, okay? Get that from Amazon. Okay, bye-bye.